0: okay this is a really relevant question and i think everyone needs to know um if you had to go to an arts and crafts class
1: class yep a class <laughs> like at a junior college um like, sure you ever get ed. that community ed community community you ever ed. get no, that let's catalog say community, ed, community ed more basic yeah, yeah, am i with it.
2: my wife or am i alone
0: you're or alone or am i with
2: like other yhhers no nope,
0: oh. you're just alone i'm
2: just decided so i'm gonna take but this course you have course.
0: to you have but you have to be interested in it oh i have to be interested in it yeah like it, it has to be out of all the arts and crafts in the world it has to be <laughs> the your most but it can't be photography so Damn. don't say it
1: small I mean, engine repair that's not
0: arts and crafts
1: are you <laughs> okay, this is really me good that, you're telling me engine repair is not an art that is an well, art.
0: well it is but it's not classified as an art it, fine okay. so wrong
1: Ooh. arts and arts and
2: crafts well, everything and crafts. i keep coming back to would be pottery
0: it was ceramics. There's drawing. Can you, can I some,
2: no, God, no. Probably painting. none. Painting. None.
0: No, you got to pick one. You said I, but
2: you said I have to like it, but I don't like any of doing. You
0: have that to stuff. like it the most out of everything.
2: I would go. That's incredible. Pottery,
0: Pasta art. Or-
2: pottery would be mine.
0: So is it is it like forming the pottery on like a wheel?
2: Yeah. Okay. What I else? Don't know. Oh, you mean as opposed to just making claymations? Huh. <laughs>
0: you know That's you can make pottery without a wheel yeah
1: it's true actually you can make a pinch pot <laughs> have you ever made a pinch pot have
0: you ever been in art class they don't have uh, wheels in art class in high school I,
2: there was at my high school
0: well you must have taken wheel. advanced pottery I was wheeler
1: then. Was, i was wheeling hold on that was back when minneapolis southwest was it still is. hippy dippy doodah it's more now university of minnesota professors yeah, no, that was minneapolis south
0: lakeville but. south had advanced pottery then man, you got to use a wheel really?
1: crunchy as hell uh if i had to pick man this would be so much easier if i had the st paul color. college catalog yeah, in front of me where college. i could pick like the Sculpture. i would like i would like to do Sculpture? summer course no. oh no. you could
0: do um screen printing Ooh.
1: art history
2: can i change my answer paper mache that's not a class that's art. Yeah, it's not. And weird. I would make goalie masks. Really cool goalie masks. Out of paper mache. Okay. Yeah, you'd put it over your face and then you'd have a little mask and then you'd make a little goalie uh, mask. Okay.
1: Does I art, love that. Does that's art history do. count?
0: No. No. It's a it has to be actual crafting.
1: Uh carpentry then. That's
0: not. <laughs> Why are you picking art. everything Why, that's not? Because arts that sounds and like art to me. No, it's
1: not. Fine. Drawing. Drawing. Okay. Drawing. Would you win?
0: Would no. you be good?
1: No, no I'm no. a terrible. What would drawer. you
2: do, miss artist?
0: i um, horrible at art. Uh, my favorite, can I just say my favorite class that I've taken? God, Watercolor. I took
2: this back to you. Watercolor. I like that. It's a good one.
1: Hello, hockey fans, and welcome to the Her Ice Girls High School Hockey Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by ResTech, a full-service integration and home automation company serving residential customers throughout central Minnesota and the metro Twin Cities region. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school hockey league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics, with 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Peter and Tony. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news, what you going to do. I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool. Peter, you're typing away over there. Yes, I am. I'm going What are you typing? Back. I'm going back and forth with somebody about... uh Who's gonna be good in class A next year? Oh I like that. I like that. I, I don't need to do that. I, I already know. Oh, do you? I do. We already have the final four picked up.
2: Really? Well, three of the four you say I think all four could be back. You think about it?
1: Orno's gonna be back for sure. Yeah. World's we'll gonna be back. Yeah, we'll get into that in the a holy few angels minutes. be back. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, for right now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, a girls' high school hockey podcast in the great state of Minnesota about the teams in the great state of Minnesota. I am one half of the Her Ice Tandem. I'm here with my partner in crime, partner in life, Tony Scott. Tony, how you doing? I'm doing great today, Peter. I'm kinda, also kind of sad. Today. Girls' hockey's over. Oh, I'm. I'm feels like a bummed, little dude. a vacuum. I'm bummed. Is that the word a little um, empty. I'm empty. I I also feel. A bit empty. I will say though that based on the weather, nothing feels like it's ending. It just feels like we've been in a prolonged spring. Yeah, I'm. Are you complaining? A little bit I'm because not. I don't think we appreciate spring and summer if we don't have a horrific winter to go through. Mm, I will appreciate
2: um, the heck out of this spring. That's fair. I will appreciate it like
1: crazy. All righty. Well, I all pretty much all we have left is to dissect the state tournament, which I think that we did a good job of uh this week i think we produced a ton of content on the girl side which worked out really nicely i thought but your uh, writing was fantastic thank you it uh, it gets kind of tough when you're doing the star of the stalwart and the savior over and over again and you're trying to be a little more creative with it
2: yeah there were so many players that just kind of emerged yeah, in double A and A. It was the, so fun.
1: The thing is that as the teams progress, it tends to be the same players each time. Like I could have made H- Hannah Halverson the star in probably yeah. all three games, or Grace Zahn could have been the star in all three games. Yeah, but, uh, it uh, it was a great week. It was a great week. How good was uh, that Lolo Nelson performance on Saturday night? Um, well, I wrote about it, and I said that one star exits the building in Hannah Halverson, who's now at, like, 215 career points. And yeah. a, a, the next great Hornet is already there, Yeah, and that would be Lorelei Nelson. And we knew that. We probably knew that in seventh grade. Probably. Not she, that it would be, but we knew she would be a star at, at Eddie Dine High School. Coming into the state tournament, though, or at least early in the season, and we can get into this a little bit, too, because... The Edina press conferences were very eye opening. Yeah. About the whole season. Uh, but Lola was snake bit pretty hard. I was at yes, their she was? I was at their game with Hill Murray and I think she hit two pipes and she just barely missed the net on another one. It just felt like she just was hitting posts. She's squeezing it, right? Hitting a lot of hitting a lot of posts. But obviously by the end of it, she's the superstar of everything. So So Jossie did our uh... Clips uh, yep. Friday and Saturday,
2: and I don't think she did. Low, low. I mean, the first goal. Her goal was, you know, Sports Center. But I think her assist was even more Sports Center. After watching it, I, I admit I'm I'm creepy. I've watched that between the legs pass to Whitney Horton <laughs> twenty nine times. It pops times. up everywhere. It's just magical. It's, ma- it's a magical pass, and that shows what a completely different level she was at this weekend than she was earlier in the season. And it's yeah. fun to watch those kids crest like that.
1: It was. It was it was a lot of fun. I think that there were several people probably, uh, if you weren't paying attention during the season, who saw the end teams, especially in, in Dublin. Class A we'll discuss in a bit because it deserves – probably the breadth of this show. Right. But Edina Hill there was somebody on Twitter who said, I hate both of these programs, and I felt the need to respond and let them know that if you genuinely hate high school hockey programs, you should probably reevaluate several aspects. But I get I, I it. I think the mean,
2: sentiment it, for there, not to back up the hatred, but yeah. the sentiment is that they're power teams. The, the right. story and isn't as – isn't as colorful, isn't as... Yep, it's it's well,
1: Edina Hilmery. It's Edina Hilmery. It's, yeah. you know, Hilmery's been around forever, and they've always been good, and Edina is Edina. And in this person's defense, they kind of walked back and were like, okay, hate. It's not really, don't hate them. But I get it. It was It's not an interesting matchup, per se, unless you've been paying attention the whole season. I will say this, though.
2: Uh, let's go back to that hater. And, yeah. and you and I have had this discussion many times about girls-slash-women's hockey. We I'll have. take the hate. Bring on the hate all day long. We want yeah. you to hate teams. We want you to have – sometimes that's passion, right? Oh, my God. It's I, like, I know this. I didn't stop. bring this. I know I didn't bring this up in, in our state tournament preview, but I'm in uh, Crookston, and my good friend Izzy gets his medal uh, for the state yeah. For making it to state. He goes up and they say, David Marvin. And he walks up to his medal and all of the Crookston fans booed.
1: Yeah.
2: Part of me thought it was funny. Like, gosh, you know, if it's partly cloudy in northwestern Minnesota, it's Izzy's fault. Like, everything <laughs> is Izzy's fault, right? But I just thought, you know, part of me's like, man, that's Bush League. And then part of me's like, you know what? That's good for hockey. We need that kind of energy, you know, kind of like last year with K-Fan going off about yep. Gentry, which they knew nothing about. That was good. That's good for girls hockey. It's funny. We had, need a Caitlin Clark.
1: You know, I, we need it. I had that exact conversation with Dave LeVake when it was all said and done. He and I were talking after the last press conference, and I had said to him that I preferred girls to boys, and part of that is because I don't like – the vitriol on social media that surrounds the boys. And he said the exact same thing. He said, On some level, it's passion. And I thought about it for a while. And while I still don't agree that I, I don't like it when adults take shots at kids, I don't right. like that. But it is, it's passion. People are passionate about this. People are proud of what Minnesota high school hockey is. And I think that's wonderful. So I do think you're right. I think that we do need passion. And boy, howdy, if Hill Murray and Edina don't draw a little bit of passion. Out of everybody, I agree. And here's another
2: thing: I talked about this on our boys' show quite a bit, and it's the it's the dumb people, right? Like you go, I go to games. I think if, I'm not sure if I talked on this show or, or the boys' show, but I go to games, and people just I'll be at a section final or section semi, and people will say some of the dumbest things ever, and I'm like, God, what an idiot! What an idiot! That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then I start thinking, I'm like, you know what? All these you add up, all the idiots. Bramar was packed last night for two boys' high school games
1: for se- semis like, yeah it was packed, packed, semi-finals. like sold
2: out like and there's probably some people in there that i don't think know as much about the game as they should right so but we need those people those people yeah. fill the building so we'll, do. i'll take it yeah. i had a text exchange with a division one assistant coach the last week and boys or he, boys or girls mm, men's or women's men's yeah and he, and he, we were Talking about you know the grind and stuff like that, and I said, and I texted him, the next three to four weeks is a blast, but I'm ready for the show up at the end of the year crowd to go away. <laughs> you know these people that just you know the the you know these people with video cameras and these you know all these people that are pretend scouts. I saw a bunch of these pretend scouts and agents last night at the game last night. I'm like, on April 1st we don't see those guys for another six to eight months. It's kind of fun. And his response was a thousand percent. You know,
1: like, yeah. he agreed, like, it just gets old. These people wear you down after a while. It it does, but I don't feel worn down, actually, after the state tournament. I feel energized and ready to tackle the rest of the season. Let's do it. So
2: what do we got to talk about? Give me some girls' high school uh, talking points.
1: Yeah, we'll start with Double A. Udina, this is, this is Sammy Calger's masterpiece of a coaching job. It is. It, I think it kind of has to be. And she was really candid in the press conferences about how challenging it was early in the season. And the players and Sammy both mentioned uh, December 5th. Really? They had a team meeting. They were at Braemar until 11 o'clock at night talking about what needed to change, uh, what was going wrong. Well, wrong. Because cause wrong in Edina is. Like, yeah, eight and two. Right? Ow. Yeah, they lost six games all season. And that right. was enough cause for the, the skies falling. Um, But they figured it out, and honestly, that team, you watch them play and you see the structure that they play with and the discipline that they play with, and that all goes back to coaching. So selfishly, I hope Sammy stays forever because I think she's good for the girls' high school game. I do too. But if you are a college coach with an opening and you're not at least floating – a college the possibility. Be more like a college administrator. She's already served as an
2: assistant coach at UMD. She doesn't need it to be an assistant coach. She doesn't she need another resume coach. booster. She could she be, could a, be head a head coach. coach. Yep. Division one, and players would
1: flock to that school. Yep. I I don't know if that's something that she wants. That's purely speculative um, on our part. But if you are a college administrator looking to fill a role, she could do it. Sammy Calgar would be somebody to take a look at. Uh, the quarterfinals. Let's just roll through. Hillmurray over Roso, eight to two. That one was never in doubt. Although <clears> Rozo <throat> played, I thought fairly well. Uh, and over Rosemount, that one was never in doubt. Six nothing. And over Tonka over Maple Grove, two to one. Uh, Maple Grove looked really really good. Yeah. Tonka looked good ish. Good ish. But Maple Grove put up. A hell of a fight. Eden over Northfield, that one was never close. That one was never in doubt, which is unfortunate because I think Northfield was the sentimental favorite for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Coming into the tournament. But there is, gosh dang it, I don't don't relish the fact that Northfield lost, obviously. Northfield was a great story. They won 27 of 28 games coming in. But you get to this point of the season and it is just a different animal. Playing against these teams because they lost seven to two in the consolation semis against Maple Grove too. So, I hope this encourages more teams to go down to Northfield and play the Raiders. And I hope I that agree. the Raiders mix in some some more Class Two A powers. Uh, semifinals: Murray over Andover. I thought Andover outplayed the living hell out of Murray To be totally honest, that Andover decor, my opinion of them has not changed.
2: Well, I'll say this about that game. Uh, when the 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 start that Hill Marie got off to in that game yeah. was the difference in that game.
1: Oh, all the goals were scored in the first period.
2: Right, and and it just felt like uh Andover was just pressing and oh, yeah. they played a great they played a great game. Uh they just didn't have anything to show for it. And it's funny cuz I saw this game, exact two teams play, and when I left Polar Arena that day, I thought to myself, you know, had Grace Jean played better, um, the result could have been six to two the other way. That was and I, and, I'm honest, and I Grace would admit it. She probably didn't play her greatest game. And they oh, weren't. Yeah. And the goals she let in against Andover uh, the, uh, over in North Saint Paul, they weren't bad goals. They just weren't
1: Grace Zahn goals, right? Well, uh, what it, Matt Funk, after Alex Bump scored what five times against yeah. his team, he had that quote: "The best player in the state had his best game." Today, Correct. Grace Zahn had arguably her best game of the season against Andover. She did. made some saves that were just. We were in the press box, and I know no cheering in the press box, but to was avoid no cheering it, in the press box, nobody cheered. But there oh. were a lot of Whoa. the saves she was making, or people looking at each other going, "Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. that was amazing. Yeah, yeah the, I, I mean, she was saves. just she
2: was just and outstanding. You were probably onto the to the. Um, to the press conference room but in her post-game chat her humility uh nearly made me brought me to tears oh she's when
1: she, i i'm gonna, all
2: about others i was lucky to make the yeah she had the humble she had two servings of humble pie before she was interviewed after making yeah. 37 saves on 38 shots or 36 saves. 36 30 saves, saves on yeah, 37, 37 shots. shots. <laughs> That's incredible yeah. performance and well worthy. We'll get to it later in yeah. the show. Once,
1: about- uh, yeah, once we go through the games, I've got a few storylines that I would like to highlight. Okay. Uh, Edina over Minnetonka in the other semifinal. Brenna Prelwitz gets the game-winning goal.
2: I'm going to say this. Before we get to Brenna's performance in the state tournament, Yep. I thought, again, hang a cloud over me. I thought Minnetonka was the better team in that game. They just couldn't there were stretches. put the puck in the, Yeah, there were stretches there were where I'm stretches. like, wow, they are just dominating Edina right now. Edina's hanging on for dear life. I, I'm, But they didn't win, Yeah, which is kind of a microcosm of Minnetonka and Edina's programs the last five years. Minnetonka's had somewhat better teams, more talent yep. than Edina has had, but Edina finds a way to win. Well, certainly up
1: front this year. Minnetonka had more forward depth right. than the Hornets did but considering that I just said that and then Bella Finnegan had like the <laughs> goal <laughs> how good is she the goal of the not the goal of the tournament cuz one of the three Lorelei Nelson sure. had the goal of the tournament yeah. but one of the top goals of the tournament Bella Finnegan a defender scored that one but uh Tracy Cassano brought up in the press conference the the fact that Edina played Northfield and cruised and they played Maple Grove and had to battle out a two. I would think that win.
2: would make them battle tested, though.
1: Yeah, but they were they were tired by the end, by by the midway point of the third period. They were pretty gassed. They were pretty gassed. Her her press conference I, only lasted two minutes and thirty three hey, seconds.
2: Not though. buying that. You, sell me something else. I'm not buying that. I mean, these are division mostly division one athletes that are well trained well-trained, uh, and well-schooled, and know the game. And I thought they outperformed their opponent in this game. They just yep. they just didn't have a hard time putting the puck in the net. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it, out of gas is not an excuse when you're running three lines. You know, Northfield had an excuse. Roseville had an excuse because they can't run three quality lines against these super teams. But Tonka, that's not an excuse for Tonka. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just don't think that they have – I think there's a few different situations that they just can't figure out when they get in a tight situation, the way to put a team away or to get over a team. You know, it took them a long time to get over Holy Family in the section final. They finally did. They were clearly the better team. I thought they were clearly a better team than Edina in this game.
1: Yeah, the the quibble that I would have is with the Prowitz goal. Because it was reviewed for a little while, and I didn't even see it. Was Did this it, the
2: one off the hand? Yeah. No,
1: it was, so, that's a goal. Okay, I didn't see the replay. That was a goal. They don't show it in the arena for obvious reasons. That was a goal. So I didn't get to see that one. We had several goal reviews. Actually. How about the uh, it's story? I mean, her story. That's, that's in my storyline like, segment. I want to hear what after, you know about her, and that'll I, be, I can add,
2: maybe add some flavor to this. That'll
1: be after we go through the rest of the box scores. Okay. Um. Before we get to the final games on Saturday, the Constellation Round, Rozo over Rose Mount, 4-1. Maple Grove over Northfield, 7-2. to Maple Grove over Rozo in the Constellation Round. I would say that's pretty chalk. Did anybody ex- expect any different? No. No, I didn't. Uh, Minnetonka over Andover in the third place game. This game featured 14 penalties. Wow. 18 penalties. Yeah, they played in the Walzer Championship. Yeah, game. that was uh, – I'm glad True. I didn't see that one yeah i showed up as the andover folks were leaving and it didn't look like a lot of happy faces no on that elevator ride and then the state title game which uh, was pretty boring until the third period i thought it was good i thought it was tight it was it was about as even as you could get which makes for right maybe more daytime television than prime time
2: i thought they had some both teams had some good chances goalies played well
1: the goalies did play well. Whitney Horton gets the first one that gorgeous oh. behind the back pass by Lorelai Nelson. Oh, it was Nelson. between the legs. Yeah, it was back no, whatever. It was on it the backhand. Between hand. the legs. Whatever. It was on the between the, the legs. Hand. On the backhand. Backhand's over here. And then Lorelai Nelson's. Over here. Do you want explain that to you? Then Lorelei Nelson's goal of the tournament. Yep. No, I'm just gonna let you keep going. I'm gonna find the video and I'm gonna prove to you that it was a it, between your
2: legs. Hand. I just watched it. It was between. How many times her have we watched it now?
1: now? Now you're gonna get. I'm gonna hit thirty. Thirty. Yeah. You Go know, ahead. If we didn't have so much gosh dang region coverage, I could probably find that. That's tomorrow. I could oh find yeah. That video. Oh my gosh. A lot easier. Yeah. 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 And then it was the end of the game. Time ran out. Murray could not crack the defensive code that no. was Edina, and uh, Reese McConnell played well.
2: Why didn't they split goalies? Do you know?
1: Not to bring up.
2: No. They want to stay championship. So. No one's really bugging here, but I'm curious.
1: Uh, I checked in with somebody close to We're the program. We're insiders, right?
2: Don't the insiders know stuff like that?
1: I checked with somebody close to the program, and this was all in the – this is not a knock on Nora Hannon. Oh, no. my God. She's a Team USA goaltender. Yeah. She's a Division One commit. She's an outstanding goaltender. It was more in the context of what a gutsy coaching move yeah, to go with McConnell For over a sure. Division One Team USA goaltender. And this person said that uh, – Hannon didn't play great in the section final against Mm. Benilde, so they might have just ridden a hot hand. When they played McConnell in the first round, part of me thought, okay, it's the first round. They've got a good chance of beating Northfield. This could be because Holy Angels did the same thing. They started Ava Bentley instead of Zoe Rimstad in their first round game, so I thought this might be kind of a, a kudos to McConnell. And then she came out for the second game. Played great. Played great and came out for the third game and played great. So I
2: saw and again I didn't have a microphone on it, but I watched very closely uh coach Calgar hugging Nora McConnell at the end of the game just like kind of like giving the old I'm so proud of you, you did it. I knew you could do it type of embrace. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, she's always Sammy's really good about hugging players after games. Photo op. If Brennan listens to this, he'll understand what I'm saying. He got a great photo, and I thought it was Sammy um, hugging Hannah Halverson, who has now uh, completed her time in the program. And I got really excited because those two have been through a lot over the last few years. Hannah's been around. That program forever it was the assistant coach megan armstrong <laughs> <laughs> it was a great photo it, it just wasn't you know, as sammy good Calgary. right so edina state champions congratulations to the hornets this was a masterful coaching job by not only sammy calgar but megan armstrong casey staff. perper yeah um there's one more assistant coach he's never on the bench dave ryers that okay. was the other one he's in the program but he's not on the bench is he the goalie coach i believe he's the goalie coach okay all right a couple storylines this is where we get into the fun stuff Grace Zahn, you saw her post-game interview, and mm-hmm. you were almost brought to Friday. tears. Uh, Johnny Pohl uh, was brought to tears during the press conference because he was asked a couple of times about Grace, and he was adamant that she's a better person than she's a goaltender. Yeah. Um, during COVID, she made masks at home and brought them to school for other kids. I knew that. Uh, I don't know how I knew that. <laughs> Nobody asked what her GPA was. I'm assuming it's It's got to be yeah, I'm assuming north of 4.0. It's got to be north. She's going to go to Dartmouth to be a biomedical engineer. And that's why I'm saying she's she's got to be a top student. And she's going her, to Dartmouth. Her big goal is to help people and to make people feel better. And I think by the end of that press conference, everybody either had a tear in their eye or a greater appreciation for what these kids do away from the ice than they do on the ice. And everybody said something nice about Grace during that press conference. I mean, it was, it was a Grace Zahn... Tribute show, yeah, but and,
2: she and can I go back after this story? So I, I didn't mean she played bad against Andover. Oh no, they she just found it in that Andover. game. They just
1: it just everything was going Andover's way. One of those games, the, the gist that All I got from Grace in those post game press conferences is that she would admit that she didn't play well while everybody it was funny while everybody was kind of emotional and talking about her and saying things she just kind of sat there like she she didn't really start getting emotional about everybody being nice to her she was just kind of like oh you guys thanks so and she answered every question that she got with aplomb and complete sentences and she's just very well spoken very impressive young lady i'm not sure if it was you or
2: i read someplace else probably you but how she commented on on Lolo's goal? Oh yeah, she had more athletic skill and she
1: made a better play. Oh, we—I I was like, what? during that last one, she got asked. No about, one ever says that. She got asked about both goals, and she was straight up just like, "Well, on one of them, it got deflected, and my defender tried to get in front of it, and it just kind of overlapped, and I missed it. The second one, she just had great personal skill, and she <laughs> scored. Like, great I don't personal skill." I love it. Great person. But scale. I mean what else is she gonna say?
2: I that? love well great what a great answer. Moment. Yeah, it was. It was I a mean, great I answer. love it when goalies are d mango go, yeah, what can you say? The guy blew by right. me or that guy flushed yeah, it. She said
1: oh, or she dangled sheet. two of our defenders yeah. and beat me top right. I don't I yeah. don't have an answer. But are we
2: gonna do a little class A now?
1: No. I'm yeah. still on storylines. I'm still on double storylines. Okay. The three junior varsity players that were pulled up from Edinas, J V who, according to everybody in the last press conference, made all the difference down the stretch, Brenna Prowitz, Charlotte Thierl, and Afton Miser. It is one thing to admit that there were struggles during the season, which everybody appreciated from the Edina side. But to go into detail about how they remedied those issues, I love the fact that the JV kids got a shout-out. And then Brenna Prolet scores two goals at the state tournament. She scores the winner against Minnetonka, and she scored in the quarterfinal as well. So they're not just contributing in the locker room. Brenna Prolet scored seven goals this season, and two of them came in right. the state tournament. And I know a little bit about Brenna. What do you know? I know. I'm going to tell you what I know. I know she's from Bloomington. Yeah, I know that, and I know she was on the JV before she.
2: Yeah, that's moved her that's towards. just
1: the half of it.
2: Like okay, she when she moved over from Bloomington to uh, Edina for school and hockey and all the other things that come with it, she didn't get like the fairest shake in the world. We'll call it that. She did. She had to fight her way through the. We'll call it the any not just Edina, the youth hockey machine of Edina, and then she got to the the JV. And she fought through that machine and then to get through that machine into the varsity and then to get in playing time and then to get score goals, hats off to Brenna. I mean, that was a f- I mean, hard work pays off and Brenna has worked her tail
1: off and she got rewarded this weekend. hundred percent. Yeah, Reese McConnell was gonna be the other um, the other storyline that I gave flowers to. Reese McConnell three outstanding games in goal free Dana
2: fantastic yeah it
1: was it was great it was a good tournament it was a good um a good reminder of what's important and this storyline applies to class a as well there were only two press conferences that i can remember that did not have players so the the way that it used to work is somebody would come down press row and they'd ask who do you want to talk to and i think
2: 15, 19, 26. Yep, you hand
1: over your numbers and your names, what have you, and I think at some point people stopped asking for players from the losing teams, and that does not coincide with the ultimate mission of the State High School League, which is to provide adequate coverage for everybody who's at the state tournament. So at this point, coaches bring players. Coaches choose who everybody gets to speak to, which, I mean, if you really want to talk to somebody further down the bench... You can get a coach's number and try to set something up. But the players who did show up, even from the losing – the Dodge County girls definitely stick out. They were so cool and calm and well – Abby Simons had a great monologue about how she was excited to be a part of this program, and she loved her time as a wildcat, and now she's handing off the baton to the future, and it was – I, I understand the emotion that comes with it, and you don't really want to be answering questions. You just lost. Right. I mean, we've seen, you and I both seen our fair share of tears yes. after press conference oh, games. Oh, yeah. But these girls showed up, and they answered everything, and they all had their own perspective on everything, and they just they looked defeat in the eye and met the challenge. So that was really, really cool to see. It's one of my favorite parts of getting a,
2: press credential is seeing how kids, boys, girls, coaches, handle themselves literally on this little propped up stage, with sometimes two people from the press, or sometimes thirty-two yeah. people from the press, you just never know when you get down there who's going to yep. be down there. Well, who's what, there for the local paper? Yeah, who's here for a
1: regional paper? Or is or, Michael
2: you know. Russo in the room? I mean, like, there's just just <laughs> like Michael who Russo up, hovering
1: girl? in the back, ready to ask a, a question nobody thought of.
2: Right, right. So I, I and then how they deal with that, and then and there's this big spotlight on them. It's a it's a it's a tough little exam, and that's why I always talk about kids when they miss school for hockey tournaments on Friday. I'm like, you know what? They're they're gonna learn a lot about themselves, uh, how to deal with you know defeat and and how to stand in line, and they, they learn a lot. You learn a lot at a hockey tournament. Talk about what you learn at a state tournament. It's like at a completely different level than a youth or high school
1: event. Agreed. Class A. Let's do it. Orono over Wilmer, four to one. I don't want to pat myself on the back too hard, but I did say that Wilmer was deeper than people would give them credit for, and in Wilmer's defense, they hung with the Spartans. Maybe not in terms of shots on goal because it was 39 to 11, but I thought given the level of Division 1 talent between the two teams, I thought Wilmer did very well. I did too. I to I, with I, I give you props for that because I
2: I sometimes go to these class A for the lack of a term class A or weaker uh, teams in the state tournament mm-hmm. section finals, and you leave going, man, Yeesh. they could pull this off. Yeah. yeah, they could do it. You know, yeah. and like Albert Lee last year, I'm like, they could do it, and then yeah. they don't do it. No offense to yeah. Albert Lee, they're just at a different. There's a different plateau, right? There's those the, right. Te- the the lower four and the upper four. There's a chasm between those programs.
1: But you only get that perspective if you see them play in person. Like if I if I hadn't correct. seen Wilmer play, I would have assumed Orono would have steamrolled them correct uh 2nd semifinal. dodge county over fergus falls for nothing this was zero zero after the first period yeah not surprised yep the shots on goal were again uh out of whack 30 to 9 in favor of dodge county but i give fergus falls a ton of credit uh, i spoke with Anna jerkes before the tournament during our 15 props questions, to you for driving up seconds. there to do one it was a 60 second interview it was a great drive uh and she said that their activities director gave them the toughest schedule that he could possibly put together and i think fergus was rewarded because at least cosmetically they looked like they stayed with dodge county they might have been run out a little bit by the depth of dodge county dodge county's pretty dang deep for a class a eight yeah but fergus hung with them i mean good good for good for fergus falls holy angels over laverne six to one the final score um yeah, four times in the third period. It was two to nothing after two periods. I watched that game and felt
2: like Laverne was just peeling pucks, just getting them, doing whatever yep. they could, just clear the puck
1: out of the zone. They were. But being there in the building, I saw, and I wrote about it too, I saw a fearlessness in Laverne. Ellie Van Batavia not simply dumping the puck in and going after no. trying to make a move on the on the defense and i think as laverne gets older this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with.
2: i i agree with i you. think they're I agree going to with be
1: you. good coming up they got to beef up that schedule a little bit somebody's got to thing. make a drive to laverne
2: it's, they're never going to get anyone to drive to laverne they're going to oh, have come to, on they're going to have to do the world thing come they're just going to get on a bus and and suck it up and Gosh, come and play these it. teams it's weird i i I know Adam Freeze from Mankato East Boys team, and he talks about how hard it is for them to get games and get it's budget tough. to get out of Mankato and get up and play these games. It's tougher. It is because for us to get better as a program, we're going to have years where we're going to play these tougher teams, get thumped, yep. and we know the next year will be better because of it. Or if we make, he goes, I'd rather be fifteen and ten in, in the state tournament than twenty three and two in the state yeah, tournament. Yeah, hell yeah. So. Uh, that, that, and that that lesson applies
1: for any gender of hockey, at any virtually any level of hockey too. Yep. Proctor, Hermantown, and Warroad, Warroad two to one. That was one of the best overtime. games of the tournament. I thought that was yeah. one of my favorite games. That was, that was I, no a bit time that I know who's going to win that game. Nope. Taylor Mannion, the eighth grader, scores from the blue line. That with was late, 40 Forty forty seconds left. Yeah. What to a send shot. us into overtime. Everybody in the building thought that Proctor Hermantown had all the momentum going into overtime. And then they had a power play chance. Couldn't convert on that power play. And uh, Taylor Reese scores a game winner. Taylor's an eighth grader. Taylor Reese. I just said that. Yeah, I know. Oh, she's a sophomore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's going to be back.
2: I know. That team Good is luck. Going to be loaded. Good luck. I know. Good luck.
1: Good luck, everybody. Is it for Pete? Or is Orno? Gonna have enough. I'm gonna call that a storyline we'll save that it for is. the end. It so is. Taylor Reese assisted who had two assists? Who had two assists in this game? Who had mm. two assists? Vivian Markauka had two assists in this game. <laughs> Talk about a glow up. Finding is that your, the right word? Finding is, your is skates. Is there glow ups for the, hockey? Finding
2: your Kayla, skates during you the postseason. My I think goodness. So. She had a glow up for sure. Holy glow up. Hannah. And next time you better spell her name right. Peter Pew'd one time. Peter. <laughs>
1: I'm tra- it's It auto-corrects to the traditional spelling of the name, and I'm trying to type it fast because it's the all-tournament team. And Peter. if I miss the name, I'm not going to get it. You are... In all caps. Gosh, that's Peter. What, it doesn't matter that I've spelled um, it right everywhere else. It's okay. All righty. You Semite. know what I did
2: when I covered her two wicked snipe goals? Oh, yeah? I just left out her first name. Yeah,
1: good for you. Maybe that, maybe that's what just I should have done.
2: Call her Markauka. There maybe you that's go. That's what I should have done. She's like
1: Pele now. He's <laughs> just MarcoCa. Uh, semifinals: Dodge County over Orono. Dodge. This is the true testament of a team here, because I think that some team, when it's an underdog, I think if you get out to a hot start and hang on for dear, dear life, and all you do is dump the puck, then I think it's a little bit easier to hang on for a win. But Orono went up one nothing in the first period, and Dodge came right back and scored three times in the second period. So the counter punch is more important than throwing the first punch. I agree with that. Uh, I saw some counter-punching last night in boys hockey,
2: and I saw it in this this tournament as well. It's a real Edina,
1: going back to Edina, they had the counter-punch on Tonka. They did, and Dodge County getting a goal from not Carstensen – Not Cook, not Lafleur, not Simons, not Heimer. Kylie Meyer, I think it was her third goal of the season. She ends up scoring that go ahead goal to go up two to one. That's huge in a state tournament. Warroad over Holy Angels. The Warriors score once in each period. Taylor Reese scores the eventual game winner, assisted by Vivienne. Vivienne Markauka. Vivienne, not Vivienne. Vivienne. Not Vivienne. 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 Uh, Bella Lemire scored her fourth goal of the tournament in this one. She ended up being the Class A leader. Yeah, thanks for the Five correction. Goal. What do you want from me? Just
2: correct it. You
1: know, you, yes, you I You don't, don't like to be
2: corrected it. on the internet, then you go correct my tweet. It.
1: Thank you. Yeah, but... Nobody knows that it's you or me. They just know that it's YH and YH. We're likes correcting each other. YH likes to get things right. No, I'm fine with that. Uh, Warroad played outstanding again. I mean, Jaylee French is more. Or Kaylee, as uh,
2: one of our writers wrote on Friday or Saturday. Where? Uh, Jossie called her Kaylee oh, instead of Kaylee. Okay. It was classic. Instead of Jaylee?
1: Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> she's it,
2: off the, the keyboard. was <laughs> off by one letter. <laughs>
1: poor jazzy i know uh jaylee french she felt
2: miserable and then it After, couldn't get edited yeah, oh it, 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 i think it's because once editing you hour.
1: i think it's once you post a video i don't think you can no you can It. Can trust you? me you can
2: <laughs> you she it just got expired past the okay. hour and i'm like do yeah. not take it down it's we've a, all we've all i went it. and did the asterisk t- you know jaylee we've all we've all been i there. mean think about it we have taylee Mannion really
1: Jaylee Jaylee
2: French and I'm sure there's 10 Kaylees in the tournament. There's a I Kylie. Mean, there's a I mean there's just it's
1: a little confusing sometimes. Sometimes. Uh Jaylee French morphing into just an absolute stud in her freshman season. And then She's only a freshman too. Yeah, I know. It's I love it's so funny. It's so
2: funny though to watch um her perform. I I love when you put these state tournaments people and and i love tori holt i love as uh, it julie friend is her name julie? julie friend oh she's so good by the way she's a really good announcer yep. i love those two or, or when they're broadcasting this game like for a freshman as if she like just you know came out of the womb she's been this is her second this is her sixth state tournament game i mean she's played in section finals i'm like she's no offense she's a grizzled veteran by she's
1: now She's a vet by now.
2: Yeah, she is a grizzled veteran, as is Kaya Sandy. I mean, she talk about grizzled veteran. Yeah, that's true. You know, just she's just really matured and really came on in the state tournament, both those two. Yeah,
1: Warroad outplayed Holy Angels pretty hard in that first period, 18 shots on goal. Uh Zoe Rimstad finishes with 35 saves in the loss for Holy Angels. Consolation around Wilmer over Fergus Falls, two to one in overtime. What a good what game! A fun section final that would have been. Yeah, Proctor Hermantown, <laughs> Proctor Hermantown over. Nice editorial slip there. Proctor Hermantown over Laverne. Do you know what the score of this game was? Four mm, one. 3-2. 3-2? 3-2, and proctor Mountain scored twice in the third period to overcome a 2-1 deficit really? against Laverne. Really? Okay. All right. These consolation games are important, by the way. Why? People. Oh, because they're playing for a trophy. Well, you're playing for a trophy, and you're at st- – how do you rebound here? How do you bounce back? You can't just pack it in after the quarterfinal, especially if you come back next right. year, like I think we all firmly <laughs> expect all four of these teams to. Uh, proctor Mountain over Wilmer in the consolation final. Five to two, third place game. Orono over Holy Angels by a score of three to two. Another hat tip to Orono for bouncing back after a semifinal loss and taking third. Yep. Alrighty, championship game time. Dodge County goes up one to nothing, and boy howdy, counterpunch. With, I thought the magic was. So did I. I thought they were going to pull away from it, and then world scored five straight times. It just kept coming. Yeah. It was like a waterfall. There is something more powerful than depth at the state tournament. There's something more powerful than talent. There's something more powerful than experience. There's something more powerful than coaching. God, I can't wait. Do you want to keep going? Yeah, I do, actually, because I see another parallel here. All
2: right, what is it? What's more powerful than that? Belief. Belief?
1: That Warroad team believed they were going to win. Looking back at the quarterfinals and the semifinals, this Warrior team – believed that they were going to win the coaching staff might not have there were a couple of (laughs) there were a couple of jokes made in press conferences where i didn't really expect to win a state championship didn't really expect to get to the semis we thought we'd get here but uh but i think the team believed they played very confidently for a four seed they were confident when they shot the puck. They were confident when they back-checked. They were confident, and Peyton Raleigh had an outstanding tournament.
2: This is a girl that literally got absolutely no clippings, no credit. Nothing. But in that game against Crookston, in Crookston, she had some amazing saves. She was she was the best goalie yeah. move-in from North Dakota, not she... Camel Fregi. She was Unbelievable.
1: Oh, you can't help but set something on fire, can you? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, I got
2: more coming. There's I more coming. Do.
1: I brought I brought a barrel of gas uh, with me for this one. All right, this world team reminds me of two teams actually. It reminds me of Edina this year. Exactly. I they thought remind, so too. There were two those two programs. The four seed will make state. Maybe we'll win a game. Good experience for our younger kids. Then you end up winning a state championship. But they also reminded me a lot of the 2017 Grand Rapids boys team. Where, yes, the team was better the year before. Felt, thinking back to Micah Miller, you just there was just no lack of, they 100% believed they were going to win that yeah. state championship and this world team by probably like the second period of the Proctor hermantown game, believed that they were going to win a state championship. I like that. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe in the locker room they were like, ah, we might be out of here. But in the press box, it looked as though this team just played with so much confidence for a four seed and so much confidence for a team that has one, two, three, four, five seniors. I, I know five seniors so now that we're on to storylines, I'll call on you in a second. First storyline line that I want to hit on is how strong Class A was this season. Yeah. Every year we look expect at, look at Wilmer, we expected ten nothing, a twelve nothing in Warode's case last year against Albert <laughs> Lee. Against Albert Lee, a fifteen to one. This year we had zero running time. The biggest score was six to one. That was Holy Angels over laverne and holy angels got one with like three minutes left in the game that made it you know six to one and i give the rink live a lot of credit they asked virtually every coach um for a comment on class a and how good class a is this year and every coach said this is as much parody as we've had in the last four or five years i love it a hat tip to class a hockey as a whole i love it all right you're gonna put your hand back up all right anthony um I'd like to know
2: uh, what your take on the Dodge County coach. I'd love to hear what you think about him. Just in general? Just I, I, I thought just by watching it on television, for lack of a better, I, I, loved, well, I loved his energy. I loved him when I saw last year in the uh, section final. I just think he's got great energy. He seems to be the guy, and he's putting together a nice program down there, and I think they could be a threat for the state title next year. He's
1: got cool hair gel. <laughs> Can we get a, I little, mean that, bit, a, l- a that little bit off? I ah. that hair does not move during the game, Jeremy. I don't know what you put in that thing. Pearl I cream. thought he did an amazing job. I bet he's got a bottle of, like, that neon L.A. looks <laughs> gel. Can we talk hockey here he, he might and kick, coaching? He might kick my ass for that. Um, coaching wise, I, he was one of those who, after losing a game like that, he was all smiles at the press conference. Part of that is because he knows that he has how many, coming oh, it's back? gross Dodge it's County gross. loses four seniors and it's they're, gross. they're important seniors. Don't get me wrong, but he's losing four players and he knows that there's a crop of really talented Southern Minnesota girls coming through. Yeah, he, he struck me in the press conferences as a coach who's very content with where his team is right now. Yeah, He knows how good his team is. Uh, that's good. He knows that's how good, good his team is, and I, I like the guy. I've had limited, limited contact with him outside of some press conferences and saying, hi, how are you at the Dodge County uh, Northfield game, but he seems to know what his team is, and the players do too. There weren't a ton of tears at that press conference because That's of good. how much I should, Dodge County brings. They shouldn't be sad. They should be proud of where they brought the because team. Because of how much Dodge County brings
2: back. Uh, I got a question on the other coach, uh, David okay. Marvin. Uh, <laughs> you are very, uh, I'll call you politically correct and you write nice uh, things and stuff, but i yeah. us see if I can get this out of you. Uh, it's, it's well documented uh, that this coaching staff uh, was under fire after, after they won two consecutive state titles. Sure. Um, and it's documented We don't write those articles, but we, like, but we read them, right? I don't like where you're going with this. You don't, we don't write the articles, but we read them.
1: We also comment on them
2: and <laughs> we not under, not in the comments. We don't, not in the comments no. no but we've no commented sense. on this show before okay. about what Warroad went through. Does this victory, is this victory even sweeter for that staff and for those that are big supporters of that staff or is this just another victory peter tell me your thoughts
1: i thought you were going to go down a totally different rabbit hole where'd you think i was going uh nah
2: i'm going back to the question where do you think i was going nah answer my question
1: i i thought you were going to ask about um is he not being a part of the championship press conference Oh, I didn't know that. He was not the world coaching representative. Oh, really? It was Layla. Why? I don't know. I, I love it. It was I he didn't just ask. giving her the, the the mic. He was pretty adamant about I think he just wanted to give somebody else the mic because in his other press conferences, he asked us if we had questions for the girls. Like he was encouraging us to ask the girls about the game. He also ended his press conferences or tried to about five minutes in both times. He was like, We're hungry. Yeah, he, t- he tried to end it twice by saying we're hungry. Um, no, Layla was the coaching representative, and she did. A great How'd she job. do? Oh, she did fine. She fielded the uh, is. Have you outgrown Class A, and is it really? time to move up to Double A? Which I wasn't going to ask that one because I didn't think I'd get, you know, a a yes out of it. But it's a question that deserves to be asked. I mean, you've won three straight state championships. At what point do you? move on to class 2a and she did a great job she handled it she said class a is where we belong we're a town of 1700 people and i think it was one of the players who actually said it's a different team every year so i don't think you can base us making i'm paraphrasing a little bit i don't think you can make this big of an administrative decision based on this team right which is fair i think that's a fair answer yeah this win is sweeter yeah of course it is okay
2: good of course it is I think it's pretty sweet for him and for
1: their staff and everything yeah. involved. Well, they didn't think they were going to win a state title this year. You look at the roster preseason, you're like, yeah, we're pretty talented. We've got some new pieces, but we're really young. We're going to play the schedule oh. that we always play. Let's let's see if we can win our section and then anything after the section is graving. Mean, they won a state championship. I mean, the 18 underclassmen on this roster. And they win a state title. Hell yeah, it's sweeter than the other ones. Okay. Last year you get sweet. to roll Barts, Johnson, and <laughs> Hendrickson
2: out there. Why? Scarring for the wires. If you if you look it was
1: just a if, goal fest. If you look at the numbers that graduated last year, three hundred points. Yeah. Because I mean goes. Abby Rooley graduated last I year know. too. I saw her in Crookston. Yeah. I She I was on Oh. Good for good for her. Uh yeah, it's sweeter. It's way sweeter. Yeah, okay. Way sweeter. I I can only imagine what the War O'd team party was like after that one. I'm sure they Ugh. owned that Hampton Inn. Lobby. Sure, it was uh alcohol-free. Oh, dude, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do on West 7th? I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing really else They were else drinking! Do. On
2: West 7th. Like, that's what you do on West well, 7th. okay. Like, I hate when people say, like, I was at a bar and I saw this coach drinking. I'm like, what do people do like, on West 7th? And, and I'm not speaking about Izzy. I'm talking about... Anybody, well,
1: I saw the Fergus Falls crew like, they out were on the first night. Alcohol, I, I, I saw some. What Laver- do they do? I Laverne, I think, stays at the Intercontinental, which is down, yeah, it's a, ways off. A, bit. yeah a little bit. But there have been in years past, I've seen the Laverne crew out hanging out with they the Wilmers. Be. It's a celebration, it's a, party. It's, it's a, a party. party, it's a big party celebrating class Agreed. A hockey. So, I got, I got zero beef if you want to go out zero. nearby and you want to celebrate. My obviously. beef is that
2: people want me to celebrate with
1: them, and I'm like, I'm working. Oh, I I could I obviously I don't I don't drink anymore, but I could not imagine trying to go out for a pop between games. What a terrible <laughs> <Ooh>. idea. A <clears throat> oh, horrible idea. No. It just, no. it just there sounds is one like time
2: in the boys' state tournament in the old format where there was a noon championship. Now you're at a four o'clock and seven o'clock championship. I wonder yeah. if they're gonna do that
1: for the boys this year. I think they'll do it for the boys. It just works out it's so, so well. So much more dude. sense. Do you know how nice it is? And I know an 11 o'clock start it's not like the game starts at six o'clock in the Dude. morning but oh, yeah. when you're there from 10 30 until midnight it's for long. three straight days you praise the good lord whichever god you believe in whichever <laughs> denomination you worship you are praising the universe that you have a four o'clock start for that last i sleep. loved it it feels like vacation when you don't have to be to the rink until three o'clock in the afternoon i love that i love that but so
2: that's one of the Back in the boys' twelve-seven days, I would go down because I'd be, yeah. I'd be watching the game in the booth here, and I would go down between the, the A championship and the Double A championship and have a mm-hmm. couple cocktails with people and enjoy the yeah. between game four hours that it was, and it's fun.
1: Yeah, I don't. I think that's all part of it, though. It's all part of the cultural uh, aspect of the state tournament. Well, that's a bit meta for right now. For right yeah. now, we're going to focus on Edina and Warroad. Congratulations. To both those two teams and two teams we very well may see on the podium again next season. Would you like to talk a little bit about 2024, 2025?
2: Before you do that, I would love to hear how many teams, I want to see how good you were at predicting. Uh, how many teams in your top ten? Who how'd your hot top ten Ooh. for your preseason top ten turn out? I know your preseason f- top five was The preseason top five. The the preseason top
1: five. Hold on for Class A. I'd love to hear it. The preseason top five for Class A was Orono, Orono. Holy Angels, Proctor, Ermantown, Warroad, and Fergus Falls.
2: Fergus Falls.
1: Okay. Yep. Uh, And then I listened to our preseason show the other day, and I I did mention Dodge County. I said they were hovering just outside that that five. Okay. Number five. Uh, in 2A, my top five was Andover, Minnetonka, Edina, Hill, Murray, and Maple Grove. They all made the state tournament. And then I had Northfield at 9. They made the state tournament. I had Moorhead at 6, who was a top-section seed. I had Benilde at 8, which was a top-section seed.
2: Not bad, Peter. Nice work.
1: Yeah, we were we were close. Our Miss Hockey and Senior Goalie of the Year counters were also very close. I think we had pretty much everybody.
2: Yeah, like nine out of ten.
1: It was, I think it was nine out of ten. If I if I go back, it was, I think it was nine out of
2: ten. Not bad. Uh, can you tell me who won Miss Hockey?
1: I can. Her name is Ayla
2: Puppy. And what did you think when that? What was your? What crossed your mind when she was announced the winner? That made sense. That wasn't. So, so you say it that made, made, it sense. It made sense? Was <laughs> what you thought?
1: That was that was my thought. Were you? I thought it would come surprised? down. Were you? I thought it would come down to either Ayla or Josie St. Martin. Okay. And I think going to state certainly tipped the scales in favor of Ayla Puppy. I'll, I'll rightly, rightly or wrongly. Because I mean you could make you could look at the Miss Hockey Awards several different ways. I mean, how much do you weight points? How much do you weight the opinion of college coaches who see these players for their potential and not necessarily exactly who they are right now? How do you weight team accolades? Because Josie St. Martin is not in charge of everybody else on her team. So, how, like, penalizing a player for not making state, how do you weight that versus total points? How do you weight total points versus strength of schedule over the last however many years? I just nose booped the microphone for like the third time today. It's all subjective. I mean, there's voting. But I wasn't I don't know the how, whole surprise. I, I honestly don't know
2: how Let's Play Hockey builds its award. Uh, I know how we build ours, I, and I know how Mr. Hockey builds theirs, but I don't know how Let's Play Hockey builds theirs. Who knows how they choose it? Who chooses it? Yep. Nobody really knows. Um, that's why I, I'm always a little bit interested in like, how do they do it, who do they pick, because it's a little bit of a mystery pick. And let's be honest, uh, there are, there is no other publication who's – covering it as thoroughly as we are on the both boys and girls side but especially the girls side and i think someday uh, one a past winner of our girls player of the year award says we take your award way more seriously because you guys give it a ton of thought i I was like wow i I was flattered by that um but the point being is like i still haven't made up my mind who my vote's gonna be for. honestly i don't know I don't oh, either. Oh, for Mister or for ours, ours, our girls. We're gonna to have here to is, have a talk about it. It's gonna that. be. There's, there's a lot of discussion. There's some, be a lot of discussion.
1: One of the players made it very difficult over this past week.
2: Yes. Gosh dang it! I know we have I, one. i to I love it. Very
1: love difficult. She's made it very difficult. Very difficult. <laughs> over the we've past had week. we've
2: had a lot of. And then if you, and, and I factor in uh, in this process, I factor in that that uh, Josie St. Martin won a world championship and brought honor to our state. And that goes into my vote. Like, that's a big part of it for me. Like, hey, she made this team, and she's going to Ohio State as one of the top two or three programs in the country, if not the top program in the country. Right now, I think it's the top program in the country. Well, Wisconsin. I, I just think that. To me, it's like you got a—that's a lot of weight goes in her direction.
1: That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying though. the The process isn't transparent. I'm not even saying it should be transparent. Like we're not going to invite everybody with a pulse into our last meeting of the year where we decide our award winners. We're not going to do that. No, but. If you don't, if you if you're not voting on it, and you don't know how Let's Play Hockey chooses the winner, then we have no idea. It's it's hard to assume where more of the weight goes. Yeah, that's why so, I want to have this
2: quick discussion, is to talk about those players. You know,
1: I I'm not surprised it was Puppy. I do think not going to state hurt, yeah. Saint Martin's chances. I will say this though, Ayla Puppy uh, did not score at the state tournament. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Northfield scored two goals, go. and uh, it was Grace McCoshen and isabel steffs maple grove scored five times in that first period holy hannah yeah wow how about that
2: all right what else you got
1: um looking ahead to next season what you got who won miss uh one goalie oh, so that, that's easy i thought everybody knew that grace on oh uh, yeah
2: and not everybody
1: so. i think she was the fr- i think no she was the front runner coming in and then she did nothing to change that opinion
2: correct correct and if you factor in i thought the runner-up Caitlin gross uh, did not make it to the state tournament and allowed six it goals hurt. in her section final. Yeah. Whereas she, Danny Strong to, went the, to state If she
1: goes to state. And they win a game.
2: And they win a game. Now I'm like, man, Caitlin Gross looks way better. So isn't it yep. sad that it comes down to one game, one, two periods of hockey? Yeah. That's where it kind of stinks for, for Caitlin because Caitlin had a great season.
1: This is where it's important to watch games, though, because if you look at Hill Murray's lineup and then you look at, Grace Zahn's numbers, I think it would be easy for somebody not paying attention to think, well, Till Murray, they have Casey Senden, who's a Division right. One commit, and they've they've got Josie Skoogman, who's a Division One commit. You know, how much work is Grace Zahn really doing with that defensive? She did a lot of work. Yeah, if you I saw promise that game. you, she you did saw the a lot games. of work, dude. Yeah. Because behind Senden and Skoogman, like, Addie McLay's a good player, but she's a ninth grader. Right. They're young they're, they're very so young. young so grace on totally so you don't watch C. the broad- jory jones you don't board. see
2: the broadcast do you when you're there it's <laughs> oh nope. boy do they love the freshman line from hillmarie they love the freshman line the which, freshman line which the- freshman line uh i believe it's chatlin um inglehart and- 22 26 and 27 and pull yeah, that's a hell of a line. Yep, that's, like, that's a good line. That's, that's not a even fair. Pretty good line. It's not even fair. It's not bad. Yeah, not
1: bad. It's all right. Um, looking ahead to next year, I only want to do top fours. Okay, you do top fours. So, so your show, much, Peter. You do you. Well, because I only have six teams written down for each level, uh, I think class A is going to look almost the same. Uh, Warroad returns 99% of its roster. Orno returns 99% of its roster. Dodge County returns 99% of its roster. Proctor Hermantown returns 70% of its roster, and I think that their path to state uh, gets a little bit easier with Ilsa Lindemann off to the college rank, so I don't know who's going to stand up to Proctor Hermantown in seven. Uh, I think Fergus Falls returns a ton if they find – they find – I'm sure they have a goalie in the pipeline, but Jerkis yep. does graduate, so they'll have to replace Ana Jerkus. I think Laverne is damn near a lock to come out of 3A again, and I do think Wilmer returns enough yeah. to get well, out they aren't of that gonna section. they're going to get pushed. I don't think they'll be pushed. You don't think like so? River mm. Lakes returns Hess and Roski. Well, they do.
2: I thought Hess they was were, a senior. Oh. Okay. So she's I, a late 06. I know Roski's
1: returning. Roski Roski's back. I will double check on Hess. Okay. As for Double A Edina, yeah, I mean Edina returns virtually.
2: Eh, they lose a Miss Hockey finalist. They do so. lose
1: a Miss Hockey finalist, and they do lose um, a Division One commit on defense. Yep, but this is where Lorelai Nelson is still here.
2: Yeah, and think Some how young Audrey
1: Audrey Davis, Davis who is. Did not look out of place. No, one I wonder if she'll go back and play tournament. defense next year. I think she will. She could play both. She yeah. could 100 percent play both. Yeah, but then there, I mean, there's young talent on the Adina roster that's going to step up, and I mean, Tor- and get better. Tori Anderson is a junior. Yep, and she's been there for three years of varsity play. They return both goaltenders. They return. Is Whitney Horton a senior this year? Nope. So, Whitney Horton's back. She's the same age as all those other 25s,
2: 24s. And then we'll 25s.
1: see um, one player who I think is going to pop a little bit is Kaylee Adrago Lamb. Lamb. I think she's she's got the size, she's got the reach from what I saw from her at the 15A State tournament. Is it last year or two years ago? Two years ago. Um, I think she's going to be a really nice player so do as I. she grows into her varsity role. And again, it's Edina. They've got arguably the best pipeline in the state so we'll see who pops up off that 15a green team I at agree. the end of the year i agree the number one 15 18 yep. green team um, Andover will be right there again all those juniors yeah, it's crazy all those juniors will be back hill murray is gonna be oof, they might be a preseason number i think they'll one. be number one they return nearly everybody except marine except marine i think we're looking very
2: similar the top four are gonna be very similar next year just because yep. no one you know, granted loses a lot, but they also have just so they have much so much
1: waiting. So much like, Sydney Boss Crone is an eighth grader yeah. and she looked like a junior or a senior out I know. She looked know. so good. Bella Finnegan is so freaking good. I agree. Uh, so Hill will throw that in there. Uh Benilde returns a ton. I still think Moorhead's going to have a shot. It's going to be a really good I think season still next year. I agree with Moorhead. Uh, Maple Grove has a lot of talent right now. They lose Bella Shipley, but, but they're- Kelsey Olsen is a stud. Yep, They've got Bella Prosser waiting in the wings to take over for Danny Strom. In limited action this year, Bella Prosser was out freaking standing. She's one of the best goalies her age in the country. Ninth <laughs> grader. Hadley Baker played on that top line. Ninth grader Maddie Elfstrand has played two seasons of varsity hockey already. Yeah. And Kate Fisher, Callie Anderson, Harper Winnick. Just keep going, right? They're all here. It's so all Maple there. Grove is going to be pretty damn good. They're going to be very good. Centennial Spring Lake Park returns. They're loaded. So much talent There's <laughs> so much young loaded. talent. It's so it's fun. Gross. Makes it a lot of fun. <laughs> this O9 birth year is yeah, the old lines are really good. Standing. They Super are so, deep. so good. Uh, before we wrap up with final thoughts, we'd like to give a shout-out to our sponsors who have been with us all season. Absolutely. And I have heard nary a peep of complaint, so mm-hmm. I love you. Red Black League, run by our pal at South St. Paul, Dave Palmquist. I'm sure he will be hitting the Red Black League hard they this will year, trying to get his girls um, – Work on that conditioning because they'll probably have twelve skaters again <laughs> next year on the varsity. Uh, Res Tech Audio and Visual Solutions for the West Metro. You got some work done by Res Tech. I'm going to. Going We're in to. the process right now yeah. on uh, my secret basement project. My wife doesn't know about secret basement project. Gemini Athletic, the best jerseys in the game with a championship pedigree and Summit Orthopedic. I'll let you speak for a moment on Summit because you handed out the Summit Service Awards and this we this met
2: year. Erica Folden from. how do you spell it f-o-l-d-e-n oh erica simplest e-e-r-i-c-a-h of course that's how kayla how do you spell
0: it's e-r-i-c-a-h i I (laughs) knew that i figured it out i had to delete it three times i'm sorry (laughs) erica
2: it was fun to meet her what a wonderful young lady she was uh just so smart and knew exactly what she wants in life and she's a great goaltender on top of all that i got a good stat from i think it was her dad uh that their team averaged like uh some stat like they averaged 1.2 something goals allowed in a game that was kind of erica's numbers over, and they mm-hmm. scored only like 1.2 goals for they struggled <laughs> they struggled to score goals this year so the There's team no that had allowed, that. allowed the least so, they have the stat of the team that allowed the least amount of goals also scored the least amount of goals. I'm
1: looking I'm looking at their stats the right now. Stat. Do you want to go through bracket? Little- no, just give me the stats? goals for goals against for team. What was it? Uh, the goals per game was 1.59, the goals against was 1.63. Yes! Yes. Hold on. Yes. The power play percentage was 5.9%. Yes! They is- went 15-11 and 1 and took Rozo to the mat yes! in the section 8 semifinal. final
2: Yes. That's crazy. I know. Those are some fun numbers. Uh, Those are really good numbers. Holy and Hannah. she was just such a bright young woman when I talked to her about, I'm not sure if it was on camera or off camera. I'm like, what are you looking forward to most going on this trip? And she goes, I can look around and learn all the different facets of the medical field uh, on this trip. All the different, you know, the surgery, all the different things she's going to learn. She goes, yeah, I'm just looking to kind of take it all in, and I'm excited to be part of it. And what a great program that Summit came up with to to get these kids their jerseys and the plaques and do the interviews and meet Coach, uh, coach. Uh, meet Peter Daly, uh, Dr. Peter Daly. was just great. He was so engaged. He got to come into here, into this office and see all the jerseys it was like he it was he had he has as much fun as the kids did coming in doing the interviews and talking about the program that That's he great. basically founded on a mission trip with his wife they they went down there and like this girl right here She she can't get the medical attention here in honduras let's bring her back so yeah. they brought her back to the united states and then from that it start, stemmed a program that was now has a hospital did you notice that summit's part of a group that has a hospital in honduras with 100 employees six doctors and then the rest of the rest of the surgeries and rest of the stuff is filled in by volunteers who fly there on one week sabbaticals throughout the year, 52 one week oh. sabbaticals summit is filling two or three of those each wow. year. So hats off to summit for what they do and hats up to summit for their sponsorship and hats off to Erica Folden for, uh, Winning the yep. first girls' version of
1: the Summit Service Award because you mentioned Rafa Bastida on the boys' show, yes. correct? Okay, good. I wanted what to make sure that we didn't kid. just gloss over no, Rafa.
2: No, we talked to we talked on the boys' show about Rafa, and I figure awesome.
1: we'll talk about uh yep. Erica on the girls' show. We should probably put Erica Folden and Grace Zahn together so yes. that they can both major in biomedical engineering at an <laughs> school and well, somehow save the world. I
2: will say this: that Erica Folden wants to be an ivy leaguer whether yeah. it's as a, as a goalie or as a student and i think she's
1: fast on a fast track to get there probably to both yes all righty um i have some flowers to give out all right um i'd like to give it out to what is ostensibly our competition nice um I'll, I'll save i'll save the guy who makes me cry for last but uh love seeing dave levake at the rink i mean he's been around for years and years and years um, shout out to Dave. Nobody does it better at the Strib. Heather rule has somehow made freelancing a career. I have love no her. Idea how she does it. Go Heather, love the her. rink live staff talk about passion. Oh my gosh. I've never met a more passionate group of human beings. Uh, Sydney Wolf, I think his name is Eli. I probably should have asked that in the beginning. Yeah. And then Jason Feldman. From the oh, Rochester from Post The five oh seven guy, finished up the Dodge County press conference, wrote his, st- filed his story, hopped in his car, and then drove to the Dodge County Boys Section game. I that mean, nobody does it better. That's dedication. Nobody boy. does it better than Jason Feldman. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. So he, it was awesome to see everybody. Uh, appreciate the coaches shouting out this podcast and press conferences. That's always <laughs> nice. It's always. <laughs> nice I can't to wait hear. to hear this story. It's always nice to hear. Um, and thank you to the girls teams for allowing us to follow along this year. I I try not to cry again. It's my favorite thing to do. I love covering girls, high school hockey. I love the players. I love the coaches, I love the teams. It's, um, truly rewarding to watch the teams go through this journey. It is a journey. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And we are eternally grateful for you allowing us to run this marathon with you.
2: Nice job again this year, Peter. Fantastic work at the state tournament covering it. Appreciate it. Giving everybody their feedback. I love the comments when people are making comments like, this is so true about our fans in Dodge County. This is so true about this player. This, tr-, You know, uh, it's good when you pick up in little things. You know, we're, we're, we do our best to obviously cover the big names, the Hannah Halverson's and the Josie yep. St. Martin's and the Ayla puppies. They're easy to see. They're easy to spot. But it's fun when you write articles about the others and the other players and the people that deserve their story told as much as the top stars. And I. hopefully that's one of the things we can hang our hat on most here is we're pointing out not just the superstars, but the other super stories that come with each of these teams.
1: 100%. Couldn't have said it better. We should probably cut this before I start bawling my eyes out. <laughs>
2: Well, thank you, Peter. Thank you, Kayla. Uh, it's been another year of her ice. We'll see everybody midsummer. We'll probably have a show about uh, girls' hockey at probably, some point uh, in the middle of the summer. It, probably right after NAIF. If not, we'll see most of our players at the uh, North American Female Elite in June. They're, they'll all be there. I'll we'll be there, and we're looking forward to seeing you then.
1: Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hear profession, forget. Used to keep it cool.